last week. And of course, this week, we'll step up the game. The Bible makes us understand that there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end of that road may lead to what? Destruction. In the journey of life, there are three stages. The first stage is the beginning. The second stage is the course, that is the direction that we follow. And the third stage is the ending. If a person gets it wrong in the beginning, there's every chance that at the cost of the run of this destiny, the person may correct the error. And of course, if the person gets it wrong at the cost of the destiny, it may be very difficult to correct certain mistakes. And this morning, we'll be dwelling on what I call the wrong turn on the highway of destiny. The wrong turning on the highway of destiny. God Almighty had predestined every one of us to come to this world with a purpose and to fulfill a purpose. And that is why we oftentimes read that two birds cannot clash in the air. If they clash, then there's a problem. You also read that two stars in heaven can never clash. And you also read that the glory of the sun is different from the glory of the moon, is different from the glory of the stars. God has given them peculiar glories, distinctive for all of them to shine. But when a person is pursuing a course, and instead of following that predetermined course that heaven has programmed for him or her, and the person, something diverts the person from that course of life, a problem is bound to come into that destiny. I pray for somebody this morning. May your destiny never receive attack that will bring diversion. Can that amen be a loud enough amen? If I say I am going to Lagos by road or I am going to Lagos by air, it is of course expected that the flight will take a direction towards the southwest. Or the road that I'll use will go in the direction of the southwest. I get to um, AYA, from AYA, I get to um, Lugbe, from Lugbe, I get all the way to Guagualada, and I face Lokoja. That is the direction to go to Lagos. But if I now say I'm going to Lagos and I divert and face Kano, then there's really a problem somewhere. And that is what quite a number of people have had themselves entangled with. And it has affected the course and the promises of God for their lives. Moses was a man that was predestined to become a deliverer. But his little error turned the tide of things. A journey which was meant to be 400 years of slavery. Because of the error of Moses of taking the wrong turn in life. It ended up affecting not just Moses, but affecting the entire children of Israel for another 30 years of enslavement. Again this morning I am praying for you. 
whosoever is connected to you or whosoever you are connected to that your own error or the person's error will create a diversion of your destiny may heaven turn around the situation for yourself i say may heaven turn around the situation for yourself can your amen be louder than that of your neighbor so when a person engages in a wrong turn a journey of 40 days may become a journey of 40 years in the process of this ministration i want you to take an audit of your life are there certain things you had done are there certain things i have done in the past that went in the wrong channel that if i had the given opportunity i'll be able to correct it it is time for your conscience to prick you to talk to yourself and of course when it is time to pray muster everything you can so that heaven will arise and take all those wrong direction realign it into correction all those rough roads take it and draw a straight line for you to fulfill what god wants you to do i pray this will be your portion in jesus name praise the name of the lord when we talk about a wrong tongue we read the story in the bible of god having to intervene in the course of the movement of the children of israel and that is intervention was necessary exodus chapter 13 when you read 17 through 18 it brought them out of captivity they were going and god knew that if i allowed these people to face war they may change their mind and return back to their bondage i pray for somebody this morning anything that is meant to make you return back to your bondage to keep you as a perpetual slave may heaven separate you from them that amen does not sound born again that amen should be better than that so there are some diversions that are good and there are some diversions that are bad like what happened in the context of the children of israel was a good diversion by god to save them and to help them again god almighty has had to intervene in some lives so that the wrong diversion that they took he will be able to correct it and help them become what he wants them to be read the story of jonah a man that received the word of the lord go to where nineveh go and take my message to them for repentance but jonah decided that he knew better than god why will you send me to such place those contrary people those negative people they are not progressive they are bad elements let me go to another place and because of the unguided step of jonah jonah used his own money to buy tickets for a ship because of his misguided move the ship almost sank because of jonah that means one a person can use his own money and his own hand to buy problem into his or life lay your right hand upon your head and pray like a mad and a wounded lion say whatever problem i have used my hand to invite 
into my life blood of Jesus deliver me from them in the mighty name of Jesus whatever problem I have used my hand to invite into my life blood of Jesus deliver me from them all deliver me from them all blood of Jesus deliver me from them all in Jesus name we are praying so Jonah used his own money to buy a diversion into his life but thank God that God is a God of mercy a God that gives another chance another opportunity this same Jonah when God saw that if I allow this destiny go the way he wants to go it will end up messing everything up what did God do created a storm Jonah was cast out from that ship ended in the belly of a whale the first submarine created by the king of kings and the lord of lords took Jonah from where he was point B and brought him back to point A where God wanted him to be and vomited him I am praying again for somebody even as I pray for myself if we, are, if we have taken any wrong direction in the pursuit of destiny may heaven turn the situation around and take us to where heaven wants us to be can your amen be better than that can your amen roar better than a thunder? So this man was about to mortgage the destiny of people because of his own pride and self-will. Similar to the error of Moses creating a bondage of additional 40, 30 years in the lives of the innocent people of Israel. But one thing is sure with God no matter the situation the investment of god god will never allow his investment fail in our lives tell your neighbor the investment of god will not fail in your life can you shout it better than that tell your neighbor the investment of god will not fail in your life now turn to that neighbor and say whatever heaven needs to do can you please shout it to that person some are too big to face somebody I have a problem with when you are not willing to look at your neighbor except if you are carrying something strange in you look at somebody and shine your eye even if the person has more fire you too do shakara with your own fire face the person whatever heaven needs to do can you shout it better than that to keep you on the right path of destiny let it happen by fire now the question is this what could have made Jonah a child of the living God an anointed of the Lord a person who had the word of God to lead him forth in direction what could have made Jonah make a wrong turn in destiny? Anointing is not an excuse. 
Even the anointed do make mistake. The choices that we make as far as destiny is concerned, the choices we make today determine what tomorrow will be like. If we make the right choices today, tomorrow is bound to be better. But if you make a wrong mistake today of choice, tomorrow may be affected. Maybe you need to close your eyes once again and pray this into your life that every decision I need to make, your voice is too poor for my tomorrow to be better than this. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh Lord, help me achieve it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Many have taken wrong turns in destiny without even realizing it. Many have engaged in wrong transactions, wrong fellowship, wrong associations that affected their tomorrow. In the Bible, we read another story. When I read that story this morning, I almost shed a tear. Because so many are under that kind of yoke. This is a story of an old prophet and a young prophet in the Bible. The young prophet, by the word of the Lord, was asked to go to Bethel, carry out some assignment. The king came as far as confronting him, stretching his hand to beat or to arrest this young prophet and the bible says as he stretched forth his hand the hands withered that means it dried up there's no folding it dried up there that's to tell you that this young prophet was engraced and empowered he heard from god he carried out the instruction of god and he moved in his ministry with the power of the almighty god he got to a situation the king's hand was stuck there he couldn't come down and the king had to beg the prophet. You can imagine a president begging a pastor. That is the scenario. And he begged him, please have mercy on me. Pray to your God. Let him restore my hand. And of course, he spoke to heaven. And immediately the hands were restored. That means not only was he hearing from heaven, he was also talking to heaven. And heaven was respecting his voice. May heaven respect your voice. Can that amen be a better amen? So this young prophet, after everything, all what he prophesied came to pass. And he left because God spoke to him, the road that you use in coming, don't follow that road, follow another opposite direction so that there will be no diversion. When I read the story, I understood that for every junction of progress in life, there's a devil that is waiting. For every junction of progress, there's a devil that is waiting. Whatsoever devil that has been prepared for you or for me, let the earth open up and swallow them.
that person needs to pray some serious, serious prayers. And for those who come from a royal family, you understand what I'm talking about. You really need to pray so that the royal liability will not come into the life. So a person who is coming from a foundation or from a parentage of masquerades and decides that I want to become a pastor, he has a double barrel battle. Not one, but two way. So a person could be diverted by inheritance. And that means the masquerade spirit even though the person is a carrier of the anointing can work to divert the person to go in the wrong direction our father in the lord the general overseer shared the story of a man a servant of god 70 years plus and when they found him one day they found him packed by the bush side he was sleeping inside the bush with an 18 year old girl all what he has built as reputation all through his life was messed up on a platter of sex. That will not be your portion. Can that amen be a better amen? So there's also diversion by what we call unconscious evil decision. A person can make an unconscious decision, evil decision without even knowing Take for instance, ah, there's a problem here. Okay, just give me, there's one Baba that I know. Just give me 2,000 or give me 5,000. Let me take the money to him. Let him do something for you. And you don't even know where they are going to. Because they told you there's one Baba. You don't know if the Baba is a prophet. You don't know if the Baba is a white garment herbalist. You don't know if the Baba is a diviner or an enchanter. But they told you there's a baba somewhere. And you use your own money. You bought problem for yourself. The way Jonah bought ticket for his diversion. Lay your right hand on your head. I told you this morning, let your conscience speak to you. The conscience is one thing that can never deceive. You will declare this. Oh Lord my father. Any wrong step. I ever took that is now affecting me in your mercy deliver me can your amen be a loud enough one so the fifth kind of diversion is what we call conscious evil diversion remember the other one is unconscious evil diversion but there is what we call conscious evil diversion that means intentionally you engage in that evil and unfortunately, so sad, a lot of Christians engage in that. Joseph knew that his destiny was glorious. The more the brothers tried to divert it, the more heaven was pushing him into his destiny. And I told you, for every junction of progress, there is a devil that is waiting. He got to the house of Potiphar. The wife of Potiphar was the next level devil that was waiting for him. And because he had not just a fear of God, but a proper upbringing, he was able to escape it. 
what we call I jump and pass. Tell your neighbor, you go jump and pass. he slept with that woman the glory of his father's house the glory of the world the entire economy that heaven had invested wisdom in joseph the wisdom in joseph was so great that those days preserving food preserving seeds for seven good years without any insect destroying it seven years of famine god had endowed joseph with that wisdom refuse to release it i will waste it and she prayed only god can explain what she did the stars of perfection seven in the hands of this boy moved from the hand to the sole of his feet as all children were growing up going to school this child will be playing football as they are going to church on sunday he's busy playing football as they are fellowshipping together for promotional exam he was mastering in igbo smoking at the age of 21, he became a professional Molloy conductor when his mates were graduating from the university. This boy was a nuisance to the mother and to the father. And of course, if you come from southwest Nigeria, a bad child belongs to who? Nobody may say so. That's what they believe. And as this child kept on going, the mother became hypertensive at the point of death the only consolation the only child that she has had become a battle a thorn in her flesh that boy a conductor at 21 jumping from bus to bus in motor park and one day somebody say one day, one day. say one day. one day say today, today. any diversion in my life Heaven will correct it. Is your amen loud enough? And this child, while jumping from bus to bus, two young servants of God were passing that way. And one of them saw that anytime this boy jumped, a bright light would shine out from beneath his feet. And he told the other man, can you see what I'm seeing? Yes, I'm seeing it. What exactly it is? Is it? And like a film, the destiny of that boy of over 21 years was played like a film. And they saw what happened. The woman that came to visit, the strange woman that came to visit on the day of naming ceremony had diverted the destiny of the child. I may not know who you are. But your diversion may be by the reason of a wrong name. I may not know who you are. But your diversion may be by the reason of the evil hand that was stretched upon your head. I may not know who you are. But your diversion may be by the reason of the person that washed you when you were born. I may not know who you are. But yours may be by the reason of the person who named you. Or the hospital where you were born. 
And one thing I know is that whenever God wants to bring about a change to any life or a people, he sends a servant of his to them. He doesn't send them to his servants. And like that day, God sent those two young servants of God unconsciously to their knowledge that God was setting them up to deliver the destiny of that child. I pray for somebody this morning. Whoever God wants you to meet to set you free from every captivity, may heaven connect you with them. Can your amen be a resounding amen? And the first one said, let us call him. Second one said, that one is filled up with Igbo. You call him, he will beat you up here. And the first one said, no, if this vision has been revealed to us, that means God wants us to do something. And they summoned the boy. Understand the mystery in spiritual things today. When a higher power appears, the lesser power bows. Write that down. And it so happened that day, sent for him, the boy became like what I call a mugu and came sheepishly. A single prayer was offered on his behalf by the power of life and resurrection for the sake of Jesus that died on the cross of Calvary. Everything that was stolen from you, let it be restored back. I think that is somebody's prayer also. All of a sudden, the cloud from under his feet moved and he jumped back to the head and rested on the hand. This young boy passed out. So it became another problem to revive him. Pastors, now don't kill person for motorpark. They were trying to revive him. Get water. Go upon him. Another level of prayer started again. But it was a good problem. And when this young boy woke up, at that age, 21 years after he was born, the first thing he asked is, where am I? 21 years of wastage is not a joke. Where am I? He knew that where he was was strange. This is not the path that heaven has fashioned for me. Why are things like this? After 21 years. Are you here this morning? And there are things that are pricking your heart you just cannot explain. Why me? How did I get to this position? How did I get to this junction of confusion? There may be a wrong turn that you took in the past. But one thing is sure. God is never too early. And God is never too late. He can take that confusion in your life. That rough line. He can take it and draw a straight line out of it. This morning, the sevenfold promise of his blessing will be your portion in Jesus' name. I say it will be your portion in Jesus' name. Something was a man born with a large glory. A man predestending to become a deliverer of the children of Israel. But even in his assignment, he ended up on the lap of Delilah, a prostitute. Every promise of God upon him became wasted on the lap of Delilah. His destiny was sold on a platter of what? Sex. 
diverted on a plate of sex. The question for you and the question for me this morning is your destiny for sale? Does your destiny have a price tag? Or is your destiny priceless? Something fell by the seductive spirit of Jezebel and it diverted and to make injuries worse on him. Even when God restored the dreadlocks upon him, instead of him to say, God restore my sight, he said, let me die with my enemies. You will not die with your enemies. Close your eyes on your seat and begin to talk to God. Are there things in my life that are making my destiny diverted? Are there wrong transactions I engaged in in the past? Is there anyone that the devil is using against me? Talk to God. Talk to him. Let me not be ashamed. Do not allow my enemies to triumph over me. Talk to him this morning. Talk to him this morning. Talk to him this morning. Father, help me. Help me out. For there's a way that seems right to a man, but it leads on to destruction. Help me that I will not fail. Help me that I will not go in that wrong direction. Help me, O oh Lord. 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 Do not allow me. Do not allow me. Do not allow me, Jesus, to go empty-handed. Do not allow me. Talk to him. Reconcile with your maker this morning. Do not allow me. Do not allow me, Jesus, to go empty-handed. Do not allow me. Do not allow me. Do not allow me, Jesus, to go empty-handed. Do not allow me. Do not allow me. this morning 
and you want to reconcile with Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the one that opens the door that no one can shut, the one that opens the door no one can shut and shuts the door that no one can open, the one who is our deliverer. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good healing all that were oppressed of the devil you are here your ways are not right with God and you want to amend your ways you want to reestablish a communion with Jesus you want to have a fellowship with him you want his spirit to abide in you you've not given your life to him before or you want to reconcile with him as all eyes are closed just lay your right hand upon your chest if you fall in that category Lay your right hand upon your chest, all eyes closed, and you repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. My sins are ever before me. Forgive me of all my sins and all my trespasses. Write my name in the book of life. Make me a candidate of your glorious kingdom. Satan, I reject you and all your evil works. I say bye-bye to Satan. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life today have your way thank you father in jesus name we have prayed everybody please rise to your feet and you talk to god do not allow me do not allow me do not allow me jesus to look at somebody few prayers but very very potent look into somebody's eyes ask for the name of that person if the person has no name please eh? and if the person is not willing to give you his or her name just call my name me I need prayers eh? Aha. amen do you have the name for that person Okay. Can you call the name of that person loud and very clear? Can you shout it better than that? I see some people are moving their mouth so slowly. They are afraid. As long as you are in the sanctuary, fear 